Hello, everyone. Welcome to the sixth episode of the Putting Words to It podcast. Today, I'm super excited because I just get to sit here and have a conversation with one of my dearest friends. Today, before we get into the topic, I want to introduce my friend Janine Joyner. Hello. Hello. I'm so glad you're here today. Um, before we dive in, Janine, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Okay. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> My name is Janine, and I have five kids. I am married to a great guy, and I am a writer. I run our women's ministry after learning so much from Amanda <laughs> about how to do that. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and I love I loved to talk about all things Bible. Oh, absolutely. And how long have we known each other? It's been f- almost five years. Has it really? Yeah, because we started going to Bethel in 2017. Okay. Yeah. Well, it seems like longer to me <laughs> because I feel like we just became fast friends. Yeah. And so did. I appreciate you coming back today. Yes. So this is the third time <laughs> that Janine and I have actually actually recorded a podcast episode. We are pros. You would think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently not, right? We have to do it three times. Right. <laughs> but Janine is such a good friend. Um, way back in, I think it was ugh, 2020 now. What year are we, are we in? Yeah. But in 2020, I talked to her and said, I feel like the Lord's calling me to start a podcast. Will you Will you be, um, would you be willing to come on and just mm-hmm. talk with me? And she did that. And then... For one reason or another, we scrapped that one. And I said, oh, can you come back and do it again? And she did because she's such a good friend. It's just an excuse to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) And it was great. And we recorded it. I was like, I love that. I'm so glad we re-recorded that. And then I'm not going to say who, but somebody (laughs) deleted it. Um, And so it it is not my current. It was not, though. (laughs) not my current producer but my former producer (laughs) whose name will not be mentioned um but uh we're back on track today and you're back and so I wanted to say thank you for not being angry oh Uh, do you like that segue segue. yeah (laughs) I'm very slow to anger (laughs) (laughs) so in this um season we're talking about all of the descriptive words that Paul uses in the Bible in 1 Corinthians mm-hmm. chapter 13, the love chapter. And today, Janine is going to help me have the conversation about the fact that love is slow to anger. Yes, ma'am. And so I didn't invite you to this because, <laughs> because you're angry. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> I wasn't like, okay, who is angry that I can bring out of this? Who do I know that really <laughs> understands this topic? Right, <laughs> right. But it was more or less, I, I knew this was going to be maybe a, a difficult conversation mm-hmm. to have to just talk about anger. And I just thought that you and I could tackle that well yeah. together. So thank you for We're doing the same that. generation. So. We are. <laughs> <laughs> and not that we are so mature that we don't get angry anymore right. because, you know, I may have gotten angry yesterday. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yep. But hopefully we've learned a little bit about how to control it. Yes. So, um, love is slow to anger. Mm -hmm. How would you define that? So, 
I came prepared, as I told you earlier, <laughs> and I have a Bible verse, and that's okay. gonna be my that's gonna be my definition. Okay, awesome. So, because slow to anger to to describe it would be hard, mm-hmm. but yeah. I felt like the best definition would be the description of God. Okay, being slow to anger. So mm-hmm. Exodus three, sorry, Exodus thirty four, mm-hmm. verses six through seven. It says this is talking about. Um, God passing in front of Moses, and he says, The Lord passed in front of him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord is a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger and abounding Mm -hmm. in faithful love and truth, maintaining faithful love to a thousand generations, forgiving iniquity, rebellion, and sin. So to me, that is the best definition of being slow to anger because Mm -hmm. slow to anger and abounding in faithful love. Like that goes hand in hand. Yeah, absolutely. So when I think about it, it means you don't cancel somebody Mm. just because you don't like something they say. Right. Or something they do, Mm -hmm. which is kind of what we do today. Absolutely. And um, being willing to look at someone and see why they feel the way they do Mm -hmm. and not just react. Right. It's two-sided. Yeah. Right? Like, it's um, not being slow to anger, but then also loving somebody well. Yes. Like, making a choice yes. to walk in love, joy, peace, mm-hmm. forgiveness, and being willing to turn the other cheek. Yes. So, it's it's a two-sided transaction, I think, mm-hmm. sometimes. Well, mm-hmm. all times. Definitely. Um, can you describe a time when Jesus demonstrated this kind of love to you? Yes. I was thinking about that this morning. Mm-hmm. I was like, pretty much every day. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so um, one thing I thought of, you and I have had lots of conversations about prayer. Mm-hmm. And I'll go through seasons where I'm like on it. Mm-hmm. I'm up in the morning. I'm praying faithfully every single morning. And mm-hmm. then something will happen that will hijack my routine. Sure. And I'll realize that, oh, that, that I haven't really actually talked to God mm-hmm. in a while. And um, I think that him being slow to anger he doesn't get mad at me for that Mm, you know he's still there yeah he hasn't walked away or turned his face from me Mm -hmm. you know even though i've made myself too busy yeah and that's the first thing that will go every time when i make myself too busy Mm -hmm. but he doesn't get angry yeah he's still a safe space Mm -hmm. so returning back to prayer isn't a difficult thing right because he's safe i know he's there yeah and i know he loves me and i know he's waiting on me absolutely Mm -hmm. so how do you think that that affects your prayer life it makes me feel safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I do realize that I have veered, it's not this feeling of needing to crawl mm-hmm. on my hands and knees begging for mercy. Mm-hmm. I can literally just open my mouth and say, Lord, I'm here. And he's yeah. like, hey, right. glad to see you. He's like, where you been, girl? Yeah, he knows where I've been. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I've been here the whole time. Yeah. He's like, like, <laughs> yeah. Just a simple, I missed you too. Mm-hmm. But he's your daddy. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so I feel safe and I know that mm-hmm. I can jump right back in his lap. Right. Anytime. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. Can you describe a time when you were given the opportunity to demonstrate this kind of love, but you did not? That I did not. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So I have five children, and we are yeah. walking through the teenage years with the younger three. Mm-hmm. So I get lots of opportunity <laughs> to do that. Yeah. So um, I can even show it. Think of one yesterday. I don't think she'll care if I share this. I won't say her name. But one of my children mm-hmm. had a situation yesterday. Um had a paper that needed to be turned in mm-hmm. and she misread 
the deadline mm, and missed it. Okay. And it was her final. Oh, no. On a college paper. Okay. And I was like, okay, let's email the professor, Mm -hmm. let them know what happened. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to be okay. And she got angry Mm -hmm. and turned it on me Mm -hmm. because I'm the safe person. Okay. And I knew that that was why. Right. You know, so I didn't go how dare you talk to me in that tone of voice? You know, that would have been maybe, you know, in the past a reaction I would have. But I could see her fear and her frustration Mm -hmm. and she needed to vent. Mm -hmm. But I just said, don't turn it on me. Mm -hmm. That's not going to help you. It's not going to make things better. Right. I'm here. I'm on your side. Yeah. I'm in this with you. Right. You know, and (laughs) it all worked out. Right. And he accepted her paper. Mm -hmm. And everything's fine. good. But, you know, it gave me the opportunity to go, yeah. You take a breath and mm-hmm. don't take it personally. Right. Don't take it personally. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a big one. <laughs> yeah. That's a really big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the same instance this week. Um, my daughter called me. Um, I was at work. She had gotten up and um, there had been an ins- a situation. She called me and she was mad at the situation. Mm-hmm. But the tone sounded like it was directed toward me. Yeah. And so I made a choice. To not get angry, Mm -hmm. to be slow to anger, and to just kind of help talk her through that, you know, and affirm her feelings and affirm, like, yes, that would have made me angry, too, that, you know, and and, over a little bit of time, it just continued, and that's when I felt the anger start to bubble Mm. up in me, and that's when I had to say, hey... I understand that you're frustrated in this moment and that you're angry at this moment, but I need you to understand. You're you're talking to me, and I'm trying to be a safe space in this moment, but mama only has so much. (laughs) Right. Mama's human. (laughs) Grace. Like, because I could tell it started to feel like a personal attack, Mm -hmm. and I knew that was not her heart, Mm -hmm. and I knew that wasn't what was going on there. Yeah. But because I'm human, it... You can only take so much, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> instead of allowing myself, and, and uh, yeah, five years ago, mm-hmm. I probably would have just responded oh, yeah. with the same kind of level. Yes. Um, but I've definitely learned a lot, of, you know, with yeah. older kids, I definitely struggled with being slow to angry. I would react yeah. and I would take things personally Yeah. and I would become indignant, mm-hmm. you know, and be offended mm-hmm. and, um, and it only made it worse. Right. It never made things better. Right. And so as I have matured mm-hmm. and recognized that, oh, that doesn't work, so mm-hmm. therefore I should probably change that. <laughs> right. You know, then right. I now am able to – I've even had with one of my other kids, you know, when, when this child will lash out at me, mm-hmm. I've been able to get to the point where I can say – I'm not able to have this conversation right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. because I feel like it's not going to go well. So we yeah. need to get off the phone. Yeah. And let's talk later. Right. And that's better if I recognize my own weakness. Like, I can't do this right now. Right. I'm going to say something I shouldn't say. Absolutely. Yeah. And because I love you. Right. Let's just have this conversation later. Yeah. Absolutely. And it always goes better if we do that. Yes. And that comes with maturity. Yes. I think, really. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's hard sometimes when you're, when you're in the weeds. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get out of, like, yeah. to raise your head up enough to <laughs> be able to see over it, you yeah. know. So I think that just comes with time and maturity. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it also comes with um, 
not just time and maturity, but just a deeper relationship with the Lord. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. when we are secure in our own identity Mm -hmm. and secure in who we are, then we're able to understand that, oh, okay, that person's angry. Maybe not necessarily because of me. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not because I did something to deserve it, or maybe it's not because of anything that I can even control. There's something in them that's hurting that has been triggered by whatever this is. Right. But understanding that, okay, I'm secure in who I am. I know Mm -hmm. where I stand. And just to be able to come from that perspective, Mm -hmm. it it changes Mm -hmm. a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, So what do you think are some obstacles that we face in dealing with anger? Um, I think that one can be fear. Mm-hmm. Um, I know and when I think like really broad picture of what we're dealing with in our culture right now, a lot of it is a fear of losing control, mm-hmm. a fear of not being heard. Mm-hmm. I know personally for me, it can be a fear of someone not thinking I'm smart, you okay. know, someone thinking I'm stupid. Mm-hmm. That's a big, it's just a thing that grates at me. It's mm-hmm. if I feel like someone thinks I'm stupid, mm-hmm. like, no, I know stuff. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm 50 years old. I right. know a few things. And then pride, yeah, which can also be behind the whole, I'm 50 years old and I know things, you know. <laughs> um, right. But a lot of fear, a lot of pride. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it can be unhealed wounds, mm-hmm. unhealed trauma. Yeah. Um, for me, a lot of the stuff I struggled with as a young mom mm-hmm. was rooted in issues I had from my childhood mm-hmm. with the just relationship I had with my dad Mm -hmm. that was a hard relationship Mm -hmm. and all the things I said I wasn't going to do I did Mm -hmm. because you tend to repeat the cycle until that's been broken right and um so there was a lot of healing in me that had to go on in order for me to be able to say Mm -hmm. I need to take a step back from this and I don't have to engage in this conversation right now it doesn't have to be fixed right now yeah and don't you think anger is just I think it's an emotion Mm -hmm. that hides the real emotion. Yeah. There's always a deeper root Mm -hmm. to anger. It's not just simply anger. Anger is not the primary. It's not the primary. Yeah, that's true. It's not just I'm angry. Okay, well, why Mm -hmm. are you angry? And to Mm -hmm. be able to ask yourself, like, okay, I'm angry. I can feel my heart rate increasing. Mm -hmm. I can... (laughs) When my husband's mad, like his face turns red. Like I can see <laughs> the red just wash. I'm looking at him now to see if he's red. <laughs> his shirt is red. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, there my my body, mm-hmm. I'm getting angry. You can feel the anger coming, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. to be able to pause. And why am I angry? Why? Mm-hmm. Why am I angry? But often like I've been reading um, on anger just to prepare for this conversation. Mm-hmm. And w- the truth is, anger is an easy emotion mm-hmm. to express. Yep. It's the simplest emotion. And it's the most gratifying because we there's release yep. when we experience anger. Like, there's a, there's a you, you receive something from that, you mm-hmm. know. But the reason we go there is because it is the easiest emotion. And yes. instead of pausing to dig deep and to say, okay... I'm angry because I'm afraid mm-hmm. in this moment. Or I'm angry because I don't feel in control. Yes. Or whatever it is. Yeah. But to be able to say, okay, anger is not what I'm really feeling. Mm-hmm. That takes 
practice. Oh, yeah. Like a lot of practice. One thing in children, especially children mm-hmm. who have been through trauma, is mm-hmm. one thing that we were taught is that very often in a child, sad looks mad. Mm-hmm. So when there's a grief there mm-hmm. over whatever mm-hmm. it can manifest as anger yeah because they don't know how mm-hmm. to express their sadness that's mm-hmm. makes you vulnerable right you know when you're sad you're opening yourself up to being really vulnerable mm-hmm. and potentially being hurt more because yeah. someone might not validate your sadness or Absolutely. whatever yeah. and i think even in adults mm-hmm. a lot of adults have not had the opportunity to process like you said the Mm -hmm. root of the anger and Mm -hmm. they just go straight to angry right but inside of them there's this deep sadness or deep woundedness that is the root of it all and they just haven't healed right so if love is slow to anger Mm -hmm. then what does that mean it means that you don't go straight to the anger right you know like think about um if you you don't put your own emotions Mm. first Mm -hmm. before the person you're talking to Mm. so if someone's angry at me Mm -hmm. I have to choose to look at their side of things before Mm -hmm. I allow myself Mm. to feel the full brunt of what's welling up inside of me yeah you know why are they why is what they're saying Mm -hmm. making me angry yes why did they say what they said what's the root of their emotion Mm -hmm. whatever it may be yeah and being able to understand their perspective mm-hmm. and hopefully have compassion right. on them and react in a way that is compassionate and that reflects yeah. the Holy Spirit right. to them. Yeah. It shows love. Mm-hmm. Like that's a way to demonstrate yes. love is to... Yeah. <laughs> I know with in marriage, um, I think something that Bo and I are learning to do is to be able to articulate our feelings. Mm-hmm. And I think particularly in marriage because it's such an intimate relationship mm-hmm. it's easy to go to anger quickly oh, yeah. you know because it's so it's such an intimate relationship mm-hmm. and it's it's the deepest relationship that you'll have on this earth mm-hmm. um and if if in a moment you don't feel loved or you don't feel seen then of course the first response is going to be anger mm-hmm. but to be able to pause and say okay hmm Instead of getting angry in this moment, I'm going to try to listen. I'm going to try to hear what you're really saying to me. And Mm -hmm. I'm really going to try to apply it, Mm -hmm. you know, and to our relationship. Mm -hmm. That's how I'm going to try to show love to you. And so I think that's, that is walking out slow to anger. Yeah. It's a, it's a demonstration of it. Yeah. Of trying Mm -hmm. to consider the other person. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So if the Bible says that love is slow to anger how do we explain jesus getting angry oh it does not say love never gets angry Mm. okay it says love is slow to anger Mm. so in even the verse i read from exodus you know Mm -hmm. abounding in love if it's slow to anger Mm -hmm. abounding in love and faithfulness Mm -hmm. so anger is not a sin right um, Jesus felt anger. Yes. He felt righteous anger. Right. We, if, if someone, you know, if a friend does something that hurts my child, mm-hmm. slow to anger is good, but righteous anger is, is okay. 
Yes. You know, to say, no, you don't get to hurt my family. Right. You know, or if someone, you know, if, if I mean, I think about women who've had, you know, husbands who've cheated on them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You're going to be angry with the other woman. Right. And at that man. Yes. I mean, that's, that's a normal human emotion. Yes. But there is always room for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus was so merciful and he mm-hmm. always, he didn't just freak out you know he didn't right. lose control when he overturned right. those tables right he wasn't out of control yeah he was in full control mm-hmm. he was stopping what they were doing right he didn't overturn the tables because he wanted to have a hissy fit right he so wanted that to stop right we're talking about when jesus went into the temple yes. and he overturned the tables and the, the temple money changers because they were they, they had were, turned the temple into a marketplace right and they were cheating people right selling animals for sacrifices right and overcharging yes and so that's that's what we're talking about mm-hmm. turning over the tables it was a demonstration of anger yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah he said this is supposed to be a house of prayer and you've turned right. it into a den of thieves right and he's like no no i'm cleaning this out mm-hmm. yeah so anger anger is an emotion yes. it is a god-given yes. emotion jesus felt it jesus expressed it mm-hmm. but he also maintained control in that right. situation Nowhere in the Bible are we told that he turned over the tables and then he continued on a tirade. Right. <laughs> right. He made his point. He made his point <laughs> and he moved on and yeah. he continued in his purpose. Mm-hmm. And he drove he, the guys out with a whip. Right. I mean, he was mad. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. He put a, he he was intentional to put an end to what was going on yes. in the situation. But then he continued in his purpose. Like right. he that moment of righteous anger did not deter him. Mm-hmm from what his purpose was. Right. And so often I feel like, and I even know in my own life, that mm. anger can get in the way. Oh, yeah. Right? Like if I choose to give in to anger often, ever, mm-hmm. <laughs> it gets in the way. It can blind us. It can blind us. Mm. It can prevent us from what God has for us. Mm. It can get us off course of our our destiny our yes. purpose if we allow it control right mm-hmm. but jesus shows us like there's there's a there's a time and a place right there's a time and a place that it's okay but don't let it take control right and i think so often that anger i think because it is such an easy emotion mm-hmm. to allow ourselves to feel that it can take control if we're not not conscientious of it we have to decide whether we are reacting or responding yeah and and are we angry or are we raged Mm -hmm. if you're if you're in rage Mm -hmm. that is not godly right rage is out of control right and a lot of people will confuse anger with rage Mm -hmm. mm-hmm Rage is psychotic. Rage mm-hmm. is something that is your brain has taken over or your flesh mm-hmm. has taken over and you are out of control. Yeah. And you're hurting the people around you. Right. But anger can be, anger is not destructive when mm-hmm. it's under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Right. Anger can be constructive. Yes. Because you're dealing with an issue mm-hmm. and you're serious about it, like with Jesus. Yeah. When he drove out the money changers. Yeah. He fixed a problem. Absolutely. Can you imagine if we never experienced anger? No. I mean, <laughs> we all know what happens to kids who aren't disciplined. Mm, you know, and, not, mm. and obviously you don't discipline out of anger. Right. But right. but there is a level of anger if you've got a if you've got a child who is 
doing something that you know is going to hurt them. If you've got a teenager who's sleep sneaking out at night mm-hmm. and going off and doing drugs, mm-hmm. there's a righteous anger that says, you are not leaving this house. I'm locking every door and I'm right. locking every window. We're going to deal with this. Yeah. And we're going to keep you mm-hmm. away from this thing that's hurting you. Right. There's an anger there that's a constructive anger that says, mm-hmm. in love, right. I'm not letting this continue. Right. But because a destructive anger beats that kid mm-hmm. or kicks them out on the street or, you know, whatever. Right. In order to um, get back at them. Right. Yeah. But can you imagine, like, if we if we never, mm, I want to be really careful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we never allowed ourselves to get angry. Like, yeah. Hmm. I'm a Christian. I'm a believer. I should never be angry. Yeah, it's a lie. That's not true. Mm. Like, it is an emotion that God has given us for a reason. Just like sadness and just not love. Right. Just like love and just like joy. We're not talking about suppressing that, but understanding what its purpose is. And being in control of it. And being in control of it. It's slow to anger. But then when you get to anger, figuring out, like, what, now what do I do with it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And letting the anger be something that you have chosen to allow to happen yeah for a redemptive purpose yeah yeah not just because you're mad right and not letting it rule you yes like not letting it take over yeah you know being in control of it Mm -hmm. and that's how we can show love to one another like in that instance of you've got a rebellious teenager right um you're demonstrating your love and your care to them because mm-hmm. you're trying to prevent them from hurting themselves, yeah. right? Yeah. And so there is an anger because, and often as a parent, mm-hmm. you're you're afraid for them. Oh yeah, you're afraid of the consequence mm-hmm. of the choice that they're making. You know what's down the road absolutely. if it continues. Yeah. Absolutely, and so that's where that comes from. It's because mm-hmm. you care and you love. But you said it, like, if it's because I'm trying to control mm-hmm. and I'm trying to make sure that they're doing exactly what I right. want them to do, when I want them to do it, and how I want them to do it, then that's a control issue. Yes. That's that's the wrong kind of anger. that's not righteous anger. That is not righteous mm-hmm. anger. There's a verse that says the, the, right, the anger of man does not bring about the righteousness of God. Right. But I think righteous anger, righteous anger that comes from the knowledge of what God wants and desires— can mm-hmm. bring about the righteousness of God. Yes. Because it's done in love. Right. And it's done out of a sense to restore and to heal. Yep. Uh, Psalms eighty six fifteen says, But you, O Lord, are a, a God, merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love mm-hmm. and faithfulness. So yeah. you, both. Mm-hmm. Slow to anger. So you do get angry, but yeah. you're slow to anger, and you abound in steadfast love and faithfulness. So there is all of that. Mm-hmm. You, you can... And should experience all of the range of emotions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I love this verse also, Proverbs 15, 1. A soft answer turns away wrath, mm-hmm. but a harsh word stirs up anger. That's good. And I think we see that on social media. Oh, yes. <laughs> Let's just go there. <laughs> Let's just go there. Why? Why do we feel <sighs> it is okay to throw words of anger out mm-hmm. and it it's okay? Why do we feel that way? I have no idea. Honestly, I, I don't know where where that switch has been flipped. I don't either. 
But as believers, mm-hmm. it's not okay. Well, it's like we think it, if it's typed on a keyboard, it doesn't count. You know, when yeah. if we, don't, we know we should control our tongue, mm-hmm. but I guess we don't count our fingers uh, as our tongue. I don't know. Yeah. But the things that people say, I mean, th- there are times where, um, you know, you see someone correcting in love someone else on social media mm-hmm. in, in a way that's very constructive. Mm-hmm. If, the, if it's an open conversation, whatever. Mm-hmm. And some, somebody would jump in and say, well, you're not a Christian. Mm. What? Right. Yeah, just because you correct someone and they disagree with you, they've just mm. passed judgment. You're not a Christian. Yeah. If you were a Christian, you would love this person and you wouldn't judge them. I mean, there's, those are the type of things that just right. go on right. all the time. And yeah. it's so toxic and it so It really divisive. is. It is. It's not... Um, it's just not the way to do it right so i was thinking about um when you were talking about the the anger and social media i mm -hmm. had a memory and i may have told you about this but Mm -hmm. you know i have animals Mm -hmm. and a farm Mm -hmm. and so we have four goats and Mm -hmm. we have a pyrenees mix that lives in the pen with them he's Mm -hmm. their guardian Mm -hmm. and um he we had two huskies that got dropped off in our area mm-hmm. um, this summer, mm-hmm. late summer. And one day I was backing into my garage and uh-huh. I saw these two huskies come behind my car and they didn't have collars on. Mm-hmm. They were really pretty. And I didn't know if they were someone's pets that had gotten out. Yeah. So, but huskies will kill goats. Oh, and we have okay. little dwarf Nigerian goats okay. and they're my babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I got out of the car uh-huh. and was prepared I kind of went, you know, come here, come here to see if the Huskies would come to me. And yeah. they didn't respond. Okay. So I was watching like, okay, what do I do if these things try to attack oh, my, my animals? Yeah. And our dog that we know of has mm-hmm. never faced anything like this. Mm-hmm. We just don't have a lot of predators because he barks and he keeps them right, away. Yeah. yeah. So I watch my dog gather the goats mm-hmm. into a herd and he drove them across the pen to the opposite mm. side from the huskies. Then he stood mm-hmm. between the goats and the huskies, and he did not make a sound. Mm. But he stood the fur on his back straight up, mm-hmm. and he just stared at those dogs. Mm. And the dogs looked at him, mm-hmm. and they turned and walked away. Mm. He didn't have to attack them. Mm. He didn't have to tear them to pieces. Mm. We found out later on those dogs have killed Cats, ducks, chickens. Oh they killed goodness. my vet's goats. Oh, my goodness. Like, the, they're still loose. No one that we know of has caught them. Wow. They're all over the area. Mm. But he did his job, and mm-hmm. he didn't make a sound. Mm. He just stood there and stood his ground. Mm. And to me, mm-hmm. that epitomizes what righteous anger should look like. Yeah. You're not going to hurt my family. Right. You're not going to hurt my church. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stand between you and them, and I'm not going to let you pass through. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to hurt you in the process. Right. Absolutely. I love that example. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what it should look like. Yeah. That's what. And when we're talking about on social media, like when, when we see the problem, I think, with social media is because there's people on there that we, we are not in relationship with. No. There is no real relationship, no. but we feel like there's a relationship because we are friends on Facebook right. or we follow you on Instagram. Like right. that, there's no real relationship. No, we're there. only seeing the parts of their life they want us to see. Right. But with the people that we are in true relationship with, if yes. you if you see something that maybe they've put out there mm-hmm. that is not um, loving, kind, right. you know. Christ-like mm-hmm. or whatever, even if you're not a believer, even if you're not a Christian, yeah. but, but you know that what they're putting out there is harmful to them, mm-hmm. right? 
mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, it shows you, oh, they've got, there's something going on there, yeah. you know, then I think what we should do is private message them. Absolutely. Text them. Or better yet, call. call. Yeah. And I think about you and I. Like, you yeah. know, if you if you were suddenly having some angry rants on Facebook, <laughs> I'd text you, hey, girl, you okay? Right. Do you want to have coffee? Right. You know, is there anything you need to right. talk about? Like, right. let's get together. Right. I can you, tell you're hurting. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't. Social, me- you know, social media, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can't receive inflection or mm-hmm. there's there's not there's no impartation right that happens right. through that because it's so two dimensional yes but when you're in person and you mm-hmm. can hear someone's tone of voice and you can mm-hmm. hear the love someone has for you in their right. voice and the concern mm-hmm. then that can go somewhere yeah but social media has given us this unhealthy it's like a false sense of community mm-hmm. people think they've got a lot of friends because mm-hmm. they've got 2000 followers or whatever yeah. but if you walk down the street, I have met people that I'm Facebook friends with and had no, I didn't recognize them. Mm-hmm. You know, they yeah. oh, I know you from Facebook. And I'm like, right. I have no clue who you are. Right. <laughs> you know, but that's, because that's not a real friendship. Right. And that's been one of the, um, I think, negative effects of calling you friend to someone on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You're not my friend if I've actually never met you. Right. And you're just seeing the pictures I put on social media. Right. Or whatever ranting and, I do. And that doesn't give you permission to correct me. No, because you don't know me. On social media. No. <laughs> No. And that's honestly, and I'll just say on a personal level, mm-hmm. I have backed way off social media this mm-hmm. past year for mm-hmm. my own mental health. Yeah. For my witness. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't talk about politics. Right. I don't talk about, I talk about Jesus mm-hmm. and I show pictures of my animals mm-hmm. and maybe my kids' milestones. Right. And I don't even show many of those because yeah. they're all older and they have opinions over what I share. <laughs> you know, the whole world doesn't need to know everything my kids do. <laughs> No, they don't. No. And so I really have just pulled way back yeah. because it just does not have any redeeming value. Well, I just it just goes right back to anger. Yes. It can just it can bring up so many emotions. <laughs> if you see something that you disagree with or what or right. whatever, it mm-hmm. just gives opportunity mm-hmm. for anger. Yeah. And if your feed is filled, you know, we Mostly. all know social media is an echo chamber and you're gonna receive yep. through the feed yeah. what they think makes you have a response right and i went through mm-hmm. early this year and i unfollowed 900 accounts what and let me tell you uh-huh. i enjoy my feed so much more wow if there was negativity if there mm-hmm. was political stuff mm-hmm. i unfollowed it yeah and so what i see is puppies and kittens <laughs> and i see <laughs> my church friends and you know i see my family i actually get yeah. like my brother's post now because the okay. algorithm was feeding me all this controversial stuff mm-hmm. and it feeds that anger it yep. feeds that self-righteousness yep. i think i'm right because everything that comes to me says right. i'm right yeah yeah and then it feeds all of that and then we just become more and more angry we're mm-hmm. like walking volcanoes we're right. walking around with all this pressure yeah built up and then one wrong post or one wrong conversation, and right. you just explode all over everything. Yeah, before you even think. Yeah. Before you even think, yes. those thumbs are going, and mm-hmm. you're responding to something. Yes. And you're sending, and then there's mm-hmm. no. We have to keep to ourselves at a level. Um, one thing I've, I've we've got some kids who struggle with anxiety and some different mm-hmm. you know health issues, and one thing that we've noticed is these child, children and even adults who mm-hmm. have high levels of anxiety Mm -hmm. they walk around you know say your normal healthy anxiety levels are three okay yeah as a a human being there's things that make us stressed out whatever we all get three but if someone has a real struggle with mental health Mm -hmm. they may walk around at level eight Mm -hmm. and that's their normal 
So let's say 10 is blowing up, right? Yeah. Well, if I'm at a three and this person's at an eight, they don't have the mental threshold. They don't Mm -hmm. have the capital. Right. Or the luxury of Mm -hmm. having a long, slow trajectory to anger. Their window's really small. Yeah. Well, because of social media, the culture's walking around Mm -hmm. at a seven or eight. Mm -hmm. We don't have, we're we're on the verge of a blow up all the time. Yeah. And so for my mental health, that's why I pulled away from it. Mm -hmm. We have to engage in things that calm us. Absolutely. Intentionally, spiritual practices. Yes. Prayer, you know, the type of music we listen to, Mm -hmm. the type of TV shows we watch, Mm -hmm. or just turn everything off and have a quiet house. The people you're talking to. Oh, yes. Who are your friends? Right. What are they feeding? What are, yeah. We have to lower that that what's our normal threshold, we have to intentionally yeah. work to bring that down yeah. in order to have the ability to be slow to anger. Yeah, that's really good. Otherwise, we just don't have, we don't have any leeway. Right. That's really good. And I think I love all of those suggestions. And I would even say busyness. Oh, yeah. Like, I know that's, that's a real issue that I have mm-hmm, of making myself so busy mm-hmm. that I'm just at an, I'm at an eight. Yeah all the time mm-hmm. just because I'm on hyperdrive. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had the list and the list has to like, has to be done. Has to be done. Mm-hmm. I have ten things on my list today and if I don't get all ten things done today then I feel like I failed. I failed yeah. and it's just gonna roll over to tomorrow and it just makes tomorrow even worse. Like it, mm-hmm. it's just an anxiety riddled life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I would say that's a big thing too yeah. of like how busy are we? Oh, like yeah. we're what are what are busy. the things that we're doing that we really don't have to do mm-hmm. that we don't have to do yeah. like make a choice like what's what is most important mm-hmm. Bo and I we try to be like okay well our priorities are mm-hmm. family no God first mm-hmm. family church yes right and so for us we have to we have to prioritize okay well what is first the Lord is first always mm-hmm. and so we make time for mm-hmm. for him in mm-hmm. our lives and then we make time for us, for our family, for our children. Yeah. That's important. Those relationships are important. And then church, like those relationships are important. Then finding good friends mm-hmm. at church and or, or good friends at work right. or just people of like faith or, or that you have commonality with or that you feel safe with. Yeah. Um, that's important. And then all the rest. Yeah. Then all the rest. But like have those things good and on lockdown and taken care of mm-hmm. and that you're thriving in those areas yes. first yes. and then all the other junk absolutely so that's that's been a big lesson for me and I think slowing down and allowing myself to say okay I can't do all the things mm-hmm. all the time it helps keep me at a lower level so that yes. does give me the threshold to <sighs> to breathe to breathe yeah. and to and to, to hear pause. from God. Yes, absolutely. we're so busy, we don't even give him a chance to speak to us. Right. Yeah. And sometimes we're busy because we're afraid of what he'll say. Yes. But sometimes we're busy because we don't realize he even wants to speak to us. Mm-hmm. And I think making that time just to sit and, and just be quiet before the Lord mm-hmm. and just say, hey, Lord, you know, what do you want to tell me today? Right. And he may not say a word, mm-hmm. but he may download something that, changes your entire life but if if you're too busy you can't even absolutely girl if i just get one one word from the lord i can live on that absolutely for a long time Mm -hmm. (laughs) and not that i want to only live on that for a long time but i can you know well and when we are in in better um 
closer, like abiding with mm-hmm, God mm-hmm. than, you know, going back to anger. Mm-hmm. If we are in close abiding relationship with God, mm-hmm. then his love and his patience and mm-hmm. his goodness yes. flows through us. Mm-hmm. So when we go into how do you be slow to anger, mm-hmm. you rely on him to be yeah. slow to anger through you. Yeah. He, do, he will do it through you. You don't have to strive and figure out all these techniques to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, he he wants to be that strength and that force that does it through you. Yeah. And you have to be in that place of submission mm-hmm. and that place of rest in him. Yeah. In order for that to happen. Otherwise, you're trying to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you might achieve it, but it's an uphill battle and it wears you out. Right. Yep. And then your threshold is? Way too high. Way too high. Mm-hmm. And you you find yourself in anger before you even realize it. Yeah, it means it hits you before you even you you've said the things you regret before mm. you even realize you're mad. Yeah, so true. That's a miserable feeling. It really because is. I've done it. <laughs> Me too, girl. Probably this morning. <laughs> well, thank you so much for thanks for having me talking again again. <laughs> Okay, last question. Yes. Um, this is the fun question of the season. Are you a cat person or a dog person? Girl, you know me. I'm both. <laughs> I have four dogs and six cats. Oh, my Lord. You have six cats? Well, I have six because Avery has one that lives in her room. So I guess I have five. Okay. Yeah. And y'all, it's our vet said that when people come through with stray animals, he's going to give them my phone number. <laughs> oh, no. We have a lot of animals. Well, and we have two of your cats. Uh-huh. You do have two cats. <laughs> two of your cats. Two of our kittens. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, you do. And they're so pretty. They are. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Well, I love you, friend. I love you, too. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this first episode of 2023. Be sure to go to amandaparker.net to stay current with all that's going on with putting words to it. <laughs>